0: How's it going, guys? In this Better Media podcast, Nikki Marino and I break down some of the NBA and NCAA plays coming up later this week. In addition, we go ahead and break down the cap-off coming on later this week on Thursday. Uh, Nicky Marino going up against Proven Winner. Uh, going to dive into that a little bit. Watch the full pod for plays and tips coming up for this week. All right, everyone, welcome back to another Better Media podcast episode. We got Nicky Marino, the bookie killer. He is back here today. Uh, It is a big week for him. And honestly, in the sports betting industry, there's a huge cap off going on between himself and proven winner. Uh, So we're going to go ahead and dive into that a little bit, as well as just going in with our typical breakdowns, uh, NCAA, NBA, what is coming up later on this week? Nicky, how are we
1: doing today, my guy? What's up, everybody? What's up, everybody? Nikki here, very stressful weekend, good, uh, very stressful beginning of the week. You know, we're locked and loaded. We're busy. Clients coming in from everywhere. We had a monster weekend uh, and just, yeah, we got this cap off coming up and it's just, it, there's a lot of hype over it. And uh, we, had the li- we had the live chat on, uh, on Sunday. It was, it was pretty epic and I'm looking forward to it. You know, there's a lot of talk about it right now. And I'm really looking forward to it. And I'm really looking forward to keying up, keying up this victory. And you know, March Madness is right around the corner. Yes, we got All Star Weekend. We got conference tournaments. You know, so I'm excited. And this is the time. This is the time to be in Vegas right now. So, and if you guys don't know me, I'm Nicky Marino, the Bookie Killer 19 on IG. If you guys, you can also visit my website at NickyCallsTheShots.com. Check that out and we're rocking. And um, let's get it,
0: <laughs> yes, sir. So, for those of you listening who uh haven't kept up with what is going on in the cap off, uh, first off, follow the bookie killer so you'll be able to be in the know through the week and of course, moving forward, getting the plays. Uh, but yeah, so it's going to be him versus proven winner, another capper. Uh, they got us, you guys are going through Sunday, correct?
1: Yeah. Yep, the fourth through the eighth. Yes, correct.
0: Fourth through the eighth, and they are going to be doing three plays a day
1: for uh, ten bands, boys. For ten bands. Woo, so yes, sir. Yeah, for ten grand. So it's going to be it's going to be dope. You know,
0: if you guys want to bet on this, go to Wager Attack uh, right now. Our man, the Bookie Killer, he is the favorite. Uh, last time I checked, you were sitting at what minus one twenty. Is it still sitting there?
1: Yeah, it's it's sitting at minus one twenty. Uh, they're talking about moving it because, you know, there's not going to because this guy, you know, all he all he handicaps is NBA, you know, so he's going to have to explore now because All-Star Weekend, not, he only have one one slate of games, you know?
0: Yeah, man. Yeah, so we'll that, see. What,
1: we'll see if he's a real we'll see if he's a real handicapper. you know <laughs> He talks a lot of game, you know, so we'll see.
0: I love it. I love it. Yeah. So we are here uh, coming in up on an all-star weekend, but we have a couple more days here of basketball in the NBA still coming our way. Starting with tonight, there's some great action Uh, Clippers minus four up against the Celtics and followed up by the Suns versus the Lakers. Lakers, the one and a half point favorites. Uh, Let's go ahead and start with that Clippers Celtics matchup. This Celtics team. I mean, without Marcus Smart, they really haven't had much of an identity. Uh, on the defensive side of things and things aren't looking uh, just as great for them. I mean, when Kemba plays, they're looking nice, but let me hear, what what are you feeling about this game?
1: Clips minus four. I'm going to start with Kawhi Leonard. You know, he's leading, he's leading the team with 26.8 points a game, 6.3 rebounds, 4.9 assists per game to go with his stellar elite defense. And, you know, Paul George is just having a career year, a career year as well, you know, and, they're just offensively elite, and I, I just, I just think they're very strong lately. And coming down the stretch, this is this is game time, you know. Like it's the All Star break, and then we got, we got the All Star break, and then we got Premier Basketball. So I mean, so Celtics twenty eighth, twenty eighth in the L league in, in assists, which I think they're gonna have some trouble with that. Jason Tatum, you know, Jason Tatum is Jason Tatum, but like you said, you know, Marcus Smart is like the nucleus of that team mm-hmm. and for them to perform the way they're supposed to perform, you know, they are top five, top five in the league at rebounds. And I think banging on the glass tonight is going to be a very, very big key. If they are going to keep up with the clips and, and they are going to, um, you know, actually be, be in the game towards the end, but I'm leaning here towards the over two twenty. I think it, I think it tails over towards the end. And this, uh, I'm leaning towards the over in this matchup.
0: Nice, nice. Yeah, I'm with you on uh, the Clippers in the sense that, man, Kawhi Leonard, he is balling. Paul George last year, he never really seemed to get a groove, never got that chemistry with this Clipper squad. Um, He's starting to look like the Paul George of old. And that's a scary problem for a Celtics team who just doesn't have that consistency right now, uh, especially without Marcus Smart. But, yeah, I heard it from the man himself, the over. I'm leaning Clippers. Uh, and then later tonight, we got Suns-Lakers. Lakers favored by one and a half. Uh, they finally got a win without AD. I mean, it has been a rough uh, little over a week or so. They had that free agent pickup in D- Damian Jones. Um, I mean, I, personally, I think Phoenix on the road, they're going to take care of business in this one. Uh, I think that this, this lineup with Chris Paul leading it, I mean, Chris Paul, uh, one of the best sharp IQs in the NBA and then you add in the fact that he's going up against LeBron. I mean, Chris Paul might know LeBron's game better than anyone else in the league right now. Uh, so you put that in the factor. You put in all the young talent Phoenix has. Uh, I really like Phoenix tonight, but I'm interested to see uh, where you're leaning.
1: Hey, Lakes, are going for three in a row. Woo! We,
0: we hear it. We hear it three in a row. I
1: mean, you know, listen, LA. Yes, they're they they gotta they gotta find ways without and without AD, and that's the bottom line. You know. I mean, second best in the league. They're only allowing 105.7 points a game, which is very important, which is very important. And I think I think LeBron's turning up the steam. And I, I, Schroeder's a major part of this team. Yeah, and true. a lot of people say Dennis Schroeder is so overrated. They are out of their mind. He is the energy, the, the brains at the point guard position when he's on that floor. You can just see different energy. Although although LA is 29 and 13 all time versus the Suns at the Staples Center, you know, and I, I think it's going to be a good game, you know. Like Phoenix is right there as well. They're they're only allowed 107.5 a game as well. So, and it's their best 33 game start since 07 and 08. They're playing great basketball, and I said it from day 1 when they signed when they signed CP3 it was that was a major move. I'm a big fan of CP3. He, he's a ball player. He's a leader. You need you need a vet around young guys like that. And I didn't know if how it was gonna plan out with Devin Booker at first because it looked a little it looked a little salty in the beginning. But I think it's fallen right in the right place. And I about Phoenix. I Deontay he needs to step up and be a monster that he can be. He yeah, plays I way that. too soft and that's the problem. And I don't know if you know, Dario's, uh sorry, uh, yep. he's questionable tonight. So I'm leaning towards the under in this game. I think it's going to be a low scoring affair and I think it's going to be a good matchup. So, I mean, I, I'm looking forward to this uh, NBA action tonight. And yeah, I'm, uh, I'm leaning towards the under send it in Nikki M the great baby.
0: Yeah, sir. Uh, you know, I, during the preseason, the Lakers played the Suns like three straight games because of that weird COVID schedule preseason. And DeAndre Ayton dominated the Lakers during that preseason. And without Anthony Davis in the lineup, he has no excuse uh, not to be able to go out and take control. I mean, he's going to be by far the biggest, most athletic body on the floor. Uh, I mean, I, yeah, Marcus Saul, but I mean, he's too unathletic, too old, too slow to keep up with Ayton. If he decides to take over and be that dominant big man. That he can be like you were just talking about. Uh, but heading on into tomorrow, there's some great basketball continuing in the NBA. Uh, the Utah jazz versus the 76ers. I am so excited for that game. The Rudy Gobert, Joel Embiid matchup. Um, even some of the younger guys, Ben Simmons and, and Donovan Mitchell, that's going to be uh, two young guards that get talked about for the next 10 plus years uh, where are you feeling on this game
1: Utah Jazz are just they're just playing out of control right now mm-hmm. you know, it's just it really is out of control you know Donovan Mitchell I mean he's just having he's having a monster year and he's he's just always been there but I I'll, I'll tell you I'll tell you this right now and I will tell you this the Philadelphia 76ers, are big big talk right now. Mm-hmm. They might be the only team that can probably contest Brooklyn in the East. We're mm-hmm. not talking about the Boston Celtics, we're not talking about the Indiana Pacers, we're not talking about the Milwaukee Bucks anymore. <laughs> we're talking about we are talking about the Brooklyn Nets and the Philadelphia 76ers coming out of the coming out of the East. Because this Brooklyn Nets team is has been just so superb even without even without Kyrie Kyrie Irving, even without Kevin Durant, they've been, they, they haven't even really clicked on the floor together. But let me tell you what makes this team. I will tell you what makes this team right now. James Harden, I don't know where he was that first 10 games in Houston, but I'm telling you right now, when he arrived in Brooklyn, he turned that switch on and showed us he can do it every night. He can do it every night, and that's what he's been doing. And the bottom line is, He's proven to the world. He's proven all these broadcasts. I don't care, Stephen A. Smith, Perkins, all these guys, all these guys on ESPN talking so bad about him when he when he was with Houston. The guy was unhappy. Listen, when you're unhappy, you're not gonna you're not gonna you know you're not gonna do your best when perform how you're supposed to perform. You know. Definitely. And he wants to be in Brooklyn since day one. And I think the guy is playing absolutely phenomenal basketball. And that team is going to be tough. Sorry to broadcast off, but I think uh, as far as Utah and U- Utah and, and the 76ers, I-, I think that's going to be a great matchup. Joel and B, you know, as well. But I just – I got to praise the Brooklyn Nets right now. Just the basketball they're playing is just it's just phenomenal, you know.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I'm on that same page as far as the Sixers are the only ones with a chance to go up against Brooklyn in the Eastern Conference Finals and come out on top. Uh, they have the size advantage everywhere Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris, Dwight Howard, of course Joel Embiid who me personally he's my MVP this year. I mean the dude's averaging he can over do it. 30 he does and 11. everything.
1: He does yeah. everything.
0: Shooting like 80 85 42 from the three. Like what 7 foot center is shooting 42 from the three? It's ridiculous. It's
1: just it's crazy, man. I, I, and and you know what I'm it's good for it's good for the NBA because mm-hmm. every year it's just been it's been the West Coast, the West Coast, the West. Who's coming out the West? Who's coming out the West? You know, and now you know, the East is the East is loaded, and you know you're really gonna have to. It's gonna it's gonna be a good battle, man. We're gonna have a good finals, man. I, I'm just sick of seeing. I was sick of seeing Golden State, Golden State, and and, uh, and Cleveland every year. It's like it's just good for the NBA, and um, it's gonna be a great run down the stretch. And I look forward to I look forward to the postseason. I really do.
0: Yeah, postseason, definitely going to be a good one this year. Uh, Keeping it back, though, we just brought up the West Coast a little bit there. There is a nice West Coast matchup going on tomorrow night. Uh, The Warriors versus the Trailblazers in Portland. Uh, Dame versus Steph, I mean, that's just as good as it gets. CJ McCollum and Clay Thompson both out. Uh, Portland, I mean, they gave Golden State a run for their money a couple years back in the Western Conference Finals. And I'm, I'm looking at this game as very solely Dame versus Steph. I mean, they're both missing their, their sidekick. Uh, they're both going to kind of come out in that bottom four of the top eight in the West. Uh, this is going to be one of those games where, I mean, both point guards are kind of in MVP discussions. Uh, Dame did not get the start in the All-Star game. Our guy Luka Doncic and Steph got it. So there's just a lot of narratives going on behind this game. Uh, do you think the Warriors can go in in Portland uh, banged up and take care of business?
1: First of all, Portland's the team that's banged up, you know, Clay, Clay Thompson, Clay Thompson hasn't seen a minute all year, first of all. And who knows when we're going to, when we're going to see Clay again, Uh, as far as the golden state warriors, as far as Steph Curry, I think Steph Curry has been one of the, one of the best years of his career. I -hmm. mean, the guy's averaging, He's averaging over thirty points a game. He, I mean, how many games does he drop fifty plus points? You know, I mean, I think he's having a tremendous year, and he's really showing. He's really showing his true colors this year. You know, Draymond Green. Who knows when he shows up? I mean, who does Steph Curry really have? I mean, who does he have? You know, I mean, and as Kelly Oubre,
0: Wiggins, like,
1: <laughs> yeah, Wiggins, he's trash, man. I mean, <laughs> it's just crazy. Every number one draft pick has been trash. The, the the kid Wiseman. I I see him develop into a big time player down the stretch, but he's not, he's not, he's not like a blessing, like right, right out of college. You know, he, he's going to be, he's going to, he's going to be number one. He's going to be an all-star not happening. So Steph is really taking this team on his back. I mean, I don't know how the guy does it. I don't know how he gets these W's at uh, night in and night out. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, in the beginning of the year, I don't know if you watched him play. I mean, they could. They weren't even. They couldn't even catch passes in transition. I mean, the yeah. turnovers. It looked like I'm watching an AAU 14U game. It was unreal. But they did really turn. They really turned their season around. Steph stepped up, put the team on his back, and uh, you know, they, not for nothing, they're going against the banged the banged up Blazers. I mean, you know, Damian Lillard. He's like a video game. I've told you this time and time before. I mean, any given day, he's going to show up and he's going to he's going to do what he does best: score the basketball. Move the ball in penetration, and, and get his transition points, and that's the bottom line. But also, they got Nurkic out, uh, McCollum. That's a big part of their offense. Definitely, and, you know Carmelo. He's been he's been taking a little bit on the load, but yeah, it's he had
0: twenty nine last night. Not yeah, too shabby, I mean, the guys.
1: The guy's sixty one years old. He's dropping <laughs> twenty nine points. You know, but and, you know he, they just got to really. I think it's going to be a good matchup, be a close game, but Golden State probably. Golden, it, it depends on, it depends which one shows up, Chef not show up or Dame, you know. So it's going to be a good game, though. Good, it's always a good matchup between those two, you know. It's it's the NBA. anybody can win on any given night. It's the most crooked crooked sport to bet in the country. I, I, it, it amazes me, bro.
0: I'm I'm hoping that we get a classic like. Portland Golden State high scoring over kind of game. Um, I'm hoping to yeah, see that yeah. the threes flying. I mean, that's just fun basketball to watch, especially with Stefan Dame, you know? Uh, oh, for
1: sure. Between the both of them, it's great. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Coming up on Thursday, the last day of NBA before the weekend. Uh, and this is also the first day of your cap off. So I don't know if you're already starting to. Maybe think about dabbling in some NBA plays that day, but uh, some of the Been interesting games. looking
1: at games. these cards for weeks, man. What do you mean? <laughs>
0: Love it. Love it. Uh, there's Heat Pelicans, Warriors, Suns, Portland Kings. Uh, I mean, that's going to be another one of those high-scoring games Portland and Sacramento yeah. typically play. Uh, Denver and Indiana. I mean, there's a ton of games that day. A lot of good action. Is there anything in particular – uh, that really catches your eye. Anything you, you're excited to look into a little more the next couple of days? Uh, I'm interested. I you will
1: know, tell you right now, anytime, anytime the Charlotte Hornets are on the card, and, and I see them, I, I see them playing, getting points. I mean, I mean the team lately. I mean, I think we touched on this before, but we, they just keep fighting and fighting and fighting. They're always there at the end of the game. And a team, in my in my point of view, a team that's always there at the end of the game and is getting double digit points, nine, nine points a game as an underdog. <laughs> I love to see that in the NBA because for some reason, all these underdogs as of late have been pushing late and they're they're at the end of the game. I mean, you see, you see the wizards down 25, 30 points a couple of yeah. weeks ago, and they, they end up winning the game in OT in LA. I mean, it's just, like I said before the NBA, it's, you're never out of the game. You know, you're never you're never a sure winner if you're if you're wagering on NBA. Because the NBA is all about runs.
0: Like that that Nets Spurs runs. game last night. The Nets were up by 10 with two 12 left to go and the they Spurs won a 10-0 run. Oh
1: yeah. It's
0: crazy. Yeah, man. But
1: that's how it's been all year. That's how it's been all year in the NBA. And I love it. I really do. I love it. never <laughs> it's never a sure thing, you know. I mean, it, it's just it's been great, and, I, and that's why I'm so excited to see, see the NBA down the stretch. I'm a, I'm a huge, huge fan of NBA postseason basketball because that's when they turn it on, and, and I can't wait. I, every year, I can't wait for it. Last year, the bubble, I absolutely loved the bubble because these guys were quarantined for 90 days with their families, and they were probably going out of their mind, so they, pro- they couldn't wait to get on the court and play basketball, and they all played hard for the whole time and i really enjoyed that you know
0: yeah yeah the bubble was cool i mean it was kind of like the all star game last year where they had that final fourth quarter where everyone was just balls out actually playing defense actually yeah. playing true basketball in an all star game and then you take over to the bubble no fans nothing it's mono e mono everything's heard if you're chirping the other team's going to hear it uh, yeah. it just creates like a i don't know more intense atmosphere i think
1: for sure man well, i'm telling you 100% I loved it. Very Real enjoyable. It's not it, – it was different. I think that's what we needed.
0: So, uh, today, there's some great NCAA action. Even right man, now, it's actually. Loaded. There's it's loaded some, today,
1: huh?
0: Yeah, some real good ones. Uh, I mean, right now, hey, speaking of one of those teams that likes to come back with down big, West Virginia, man. They were down big early on. They're up right now. That game's going. Uh, I don't know if you touched that game. I, I had uh, West Virginia first half and West Virginia full game. First half, lost yeah, by well, –
1: Virginia up too, yeah. So we'll see. Uh, see. Yeah, Baylor minus, we're getting that game as we're talking about it. Baylor minus three and a half. Oh, uh, I think it went down late there. So the Baylor Bears, they average 1.8. This is an unheard of stat. And I went and I kind of had to look at it twice when I seen it. (laughs) 1.8 points per offensive possession in conference play. I mean, that is – that's unheard of by any team. I mean, you know, and they do – listen, as long as they dominate in the paint tonight, I know the game's already going on and we're we're a little late. But, I mean, for all you people listening, you want to get an in-play (laughs) wager. I think Baylor lives and dies by the the three ball. I mean, they were six for 26 the other night, and that's why they lost. I mean, you know, and if they – their shooting's been bad since the COVID, but – Listen, you 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 can't look at a team and I mean you're off for four to six weeks. You haven't played a game and you're number two team in the country. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's tough. That's tough. But I, I think if Baylor dominates inside, um, and their offensive and their offensive rebound percentage stays up, I think they'll get the job done against West Virginia. My key, my key point for West Virginia tonight, that they have to get to the free throw line. They mm. have to get to the free throw line more than Baylor, and they have to make their free throws. And if they can do that, they'll get, they'll get a W. And as, as long as they're containing the paint and dominating the paint as well, they will get a W tonight. But I think Baylor pulls away late, Ooh. and I'm rolling with Baylor money line on this game.
0: Nice, nice. Yeah. Uh, right now. I mean, we can get a little live update on that. You talked about the threes and you talked about the fouls uh, Baylor nine for 24 from three and the fouls uh, currently they got four more fouls than West Virginia. Uh, so we'll see how that ends up cooking up. Currently West Virginia up two. Uh, another great, great ring game coming up here shortly, Illinois versus West or no, excuse me, versus Michigan, uh, Michigan, the heavy favorite, uh, it's kind of crazy. I mean, Illinois is a top five ranked team right now, and Michigan. I mean, the lines open oh, seven, seven and a half, eight, eight and a half. I mean, I've seen them been climbing up and down. Uh, where are you leaning? I mean, it's a big game tonight
1: because you know these guys are making the rankings. They're out of their mind. You got teams that are in the top ten that haven't been in the top ten in thirty years. I mean, <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's just really. It's just really one of those years, you know, and listen, listen, I'll tell you right now. Th- I mean, Ayo Desumu, he is, he is something special, but is he going to show up? I seen this team against Michigan state early last week and they lost Michigan state's a horrible team. I'm sorry to <laughs> tell you, listen, I understand it's Izzo month, and I understand, you know, it's coming down the stretch, but look, I'm telling you right now, this, this Illinois team, they're either going to show up or not. I, and what um, Kobe? Kobe Cockburn. I mean, he's seven yeah. foot Jamaican. The guy is huge. He's the biggest guy in, in, in college basketball. And if he shows up, it's, if he shows up, that team, that team is is super, super dangerous. But you're like you know, go you know me, go blue. I think Michigan's gonna win the final four. Isaiah Livers. He's averaging half points a game. Next to freshman center, Hunter Dickinson, the guy he's um Big 12 uh, player of the week this this week. He's averaging a double double in, in the last back-to-back games. And then you also got Franz Wagner. I mean, I mean, he's adding tremendous punch to, to the team as of late. 17 points again. How do you stop this team? You know, I I mean, if if Illinois can contain, if they can, if Illinois can contain Hunter in the paint. Michigan. I, I, I don't think they can. So I'm telling you right now. I think, <laughs> I think Michigan pulls away. I think Michigan wins by ten plus. I know the line just moved, just moved from seven and a half to eight. But I, I don't even think. I don't think this game's going to be close down the stretch. Bottom line.
0: Would you uh, be interested in Michigan first half at all? I mean, that's kind of looks a bit interesting to me. Um, I know sometimes that's they right. start a bit slow, but once their shooting gets going, I mean, it, it really doesn't stop. So
1: what's the Michigan? What's the number first half?
0: Uh, I believe it's set at four, but let me just double check that real quick. Yeah, I got it. I got it at four, four and a half, depending on the book. I just saw it. uh, The score has it at four and a half. Bovada has it at four. Uh, So it just kind of depends. But uh, yeah, I mean, kind of interesting.
1: I think it's going to start. I think they're going to start fast. I take the over in the first half. I think they're going to score a lot of points.
0: Mm. I like that. I mean, I I I like watching points.
1: Yeah, I think they're definitely going to score
0: a lot of points. So uh, later tonight, another one: Wisconsin, Purdue. A uh, couple of those backed, ranked teams. Purdue at home, favored by two. Uh, Wisconsin, man, they've been an interesting team this season. They've had some weird wins, some weird losses. Uh, this game, I mean, that low line. It's interesting. It's interesting. What are you thinking?
1: So I got two five-star lots for my VIP clients tonight, and this is one of them. Okay, I absolutely love Purdue. I absolutely love Purdue. Uh, to, I'm 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 just getting this podcast done with you, and then I got to run down to the books. I'm gonna put forty thousand on Purdue tonight. Okay, Jeez. I'm gonna put forty thousand on Purdue. You know, just so you guys know, I don't I don't play games. I'm putting forty k on Purdue. Hey. I love Purdue. Purdue just coming off a big win against Penn State by 21 last time out. This kid Sasha Stefanikis, I mean, he'll get you in the paint, and if his and if his stroke is working, I mean, he could sh- he could shoot 65, 70 percent behind the behind the line if he's having a good game. And I'm a big fan of him. He's the real deal inside and out and behind the arc, like I said. And you just this Wisconsin team, you just can't depend on a Demetric tries to to have a, to have a tournament run and have a, and have a good big 12 team. I, I, you know, I just don't, I just don't see it. And I just don't see the Badger. I just don't see Badgers basketball. They had, they were, um, they were playing great in the beginning of the year and it it just fell off. And this Purdue team, this Purdue team just finds a way to get it done. And usually I'm going against my rule of thumb, one of my one of my rules in my handicapping career, yes, the line minus one and a half two, but I think these guys are wrong tonight. I think Purdue wins by double digits, and and that's what that's what it is for me. We don't have this on our sheet. Another lock of the night for me. I absolutely love the Blue Devils tonight. So if you're listening, go smack that in the head. Hey, Blue, Blue Devils money line. I think they get the job done against against the yellow jackets as well again, again, tonight.
0: Love, love it, it. Love it. Love it. always hearing some Duke action, especially on a uh, subpar Duke season. But, uh, yeah. I, I mean that Purdue bet, I'm, I'm probably going to tail that I was already leaning Purdue. Uh, that gave me a bit more confidence right there and it's going to be a good game. I think, uh, I, I mean, I thought Purdue was going to win pretty comfortably, but you're like in double digits. Uh,
1: um, yeah, and, you know, when I tell you double digits, I really like yeah, it. Yeah,
0: you know? I know. I know. I, I 85% I'm,
1: I'm, of the time it comes out. So, you know, what does that tell you? And if I'm putting 60 dimes on it, I mean, I must like it a lot. You <laughs> <know>?
0: <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Uh, moving on into tomorrow. Let's go ahead and keep up with some of these NCAA plays. Uh, hold on. I lost my notes here. Oh, Creighton versus Villanova. That was the main game I highlighted um same conference similar ranks not that far off uh what you thinking you think Innovas Nova's comes out on top continues the wave or you think Creighton upsets
1: I'll tell you right now I can't stand either one of these trash bag teams right now I mean Villanova does not deserve to be number eight in the country Creighton does not deserve to be ranked where they are I mean how do you lose how does how do you lose to a a seven a te- a seven player rotation, Butler on a Saturday primetime game, Villanova. How how do you do? It? And you lost by double digits. I I just could not believe it. The team they're a uh, on Sunday. I'm sorry, not Saturday. Excuse me, guys. My they were a money line minus eight hundred money line. It could not win the ball game. I mean that is tr- that is horrendous. And I. I I can't even. I'm just sick over. You know, Villanova. They they usually they spread the. They're not the same team. They spread the ball. They shoot, but I I, I cannot defensively the way they played on Sunday <laughs> against Butler. I it literally disgusts me. I, I I can't even. And then Creighton's another one. You lose to, you 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 lose a close one to Xavier. Another team. Another team that came out strong struggled with COVID issues, but they're not good. I just seen them lose to Providence by 15 plus. And yeah. then I just, and then I just seen, uh I seen them beat a, I, they beat a Butler team. They beat a yeah. Butler team shooting, th- shooting two for 28 from the three point line. <laughs> so that tells you about these two teams. I think it's a toss up. I like I, that I, stat
0: more than the, uh, the one from earlier, the 1.8 by yeah. uh, Baylor. <laughs>
1: but I'll tell you this. I do like the kid, uh, Javarowski from, uh, yep. from Creighton. So, uh, I, I think Creighton probably gets the job done and beats them. To be honest, you know, but the Big East is just it just turns to so it just turned to trash. You know, you like to watch these other Big teams, these Big Twelve Big Ten teams, you know, ACC teams. It's just the Big East that used to be cra- it used to be a great conference, but it just it's just like one of them downgrade conferences. You know, I'm not I'm not too crazy about you know. But I tell bad. you what, I think Saint John's might win the tournament. The Big mm. East tournament. Okay. So got,
0: I like that. I like
1: that. Put a little, if you got a little side money and you want some good odds, I, I take them. I take them. They're, they're pretty big odds. So, M-
0: Moving in on to uh, Thursday, starting off in the cap off again, we touched in on some of those NBA games. Uh, there is some great NCAA action as well. Uh, Texas, Oklahoma, Michigan, Michigan State, which Michigan should roll over. But, I mean, hey, Michigan State, it's a rivalry game. Uh, you never know they're at home and then Oklahoma state versus Baylor. Uh, So three real good games. Uh, Any of those in particular, catch your eye, any of those schools you're really rocking with on Thursday.
1: Hey, I've been watching Oklahoma state down the stretch. I'll tell you, and they, they know how to win close games and they know how to get the job done. Uh, Like I told you, I think Cade Cunningham, he's very underrated. He Mm -hmm. he hasn't for a number one pick. He hasn't surprised me all year. As of late, he's been, uh, he's, It's like the kid only plays the last two minutes of a game. (laughs) I I don't understand it. Never seen nothing like it. But they're such a scrappy team. They're well coached, and I I think they can make. I think they can make a run. I I really do. So I'll be looking at that game. Um, As far as NBA, it's just when when it comes to this cap off, I'm gonna I'm gonna handicap the best of the best, you know and as far as college basketball, I really love, I really love a few of those games. So I'm going to probably stick to college hoops. Cause I want to beat this. I want to beat this guy by a landslide. I don't <laughs> by by day three. I, I want him like totally out of the competition, like 100%. You know, I don't even want it to be close. day one. I'm going to like, I want to go six and zero the first two days and just like end his career because I'm like, I'm so sick of his mouth and his talk. It's just, it's just ridiculous, you know, and everybody else talking on IG, like, you know, it, it's just it's just hilarious. So,
0: yeah, I'm real pumped for the cap off. Um, you were just talking are you about bet, how are Yolene- you bet
1: Are, are you going to put a wager? Who are you betting on, bro? Oh, who
0: you think I'm betting on? You think I'm betting on P-Dub? <laughs> Hell no. Hell he's so, no.
1: He's so bad, man. <laughs> he's two and nine. Not- One of his clients texted me today and said, after – on Friday, I'm buying you – I'm coming to buy a subscription a subscription from you because I just signed up with P-Dub, and he's two and nine on the week. I mean right. –